Hey guys, welcome back to Nerd Talk. We are officially one year old and this has been an awesome ride. I love doing this kind of stuff with you guys. And so we're going to get a little bit into it today. You know, we typically have conversations and sometimes we we have disagreements, but I swear this one's going to be a straight up knockout fight. I'm taking my kid gloves off. Me and Will, we're going at it today. And so guys, uh, I want to introduce my cast with uh, with me. I've got Micah, Will, and this is a first time for Bama. Bama, thank you so much for being a part of the main Nerd Talk uh, podcast. Thank you so much for joining us, bud. Yeah, I hope the uh, food's better in this joint. <laughs> I guess this is my this is my multiversal crossover from. Yes, th- this is your multiverse. Club. Yes, nice, nice so, reference. That it makes no sense in the context of the movie. Whatsoever. Exactly. <laughs> thank you. Uh, so, but, so ahead. real quick, I'm gonna I'm gonna hop in and kind of introduce Bama. Uh, Bama goes to church with me at Chartel Church of God. We've made some really good connections. And I actually have him as one of our guys who frequents the comic book club. And if you don't know what the comic book club is, it's a one-time paid subscription, $25 on Podbean. And you can go in and just buy the one-time fee. And then you can get exclusive content from us here at Nerd Talk. And we're talking comic books all the time. And so Bama's been on quite a few episodes. And and we thought, you know, Bama's went and saw this movie with me. Let's get him in on this episode. He was excited to get in here. So, again, thank you so much for being on this one. Yeah, and I, apparently I, I, I I'm going to be the mediator between Will and, and yeah. Jordan. I, and I also wanted to get in just a second for, for this uh, podcast as well. And just, Bama, you poor thing. I'm sorry this is your first episode of the podcast. <laughs> I've seen Mor- Morbius, you poor thing. I, 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 I'm, I'm just happy to be here. The the battle hasn't started, Will. Get those cheap shots out of here. So with that, I'm going to pass this actually off to Micah. Micah, I, he, he said, you know, I think I just need to sit back and ask these questions because Jordan, you're pro and Will, you're against and, and Bama's just kind of sitting in the middle. He's like, you know, it was it, I see both sides. And, and so Micah, instead of taking a side, he's like, let me just ask the questions. So Mike is going to ask our questions tonight. We're going to be talking about Morbius, the new movie. It's a part of the Spider-Man universe. So, Micah, I'm going to pass this off to you. And I'm going to give my opinion as we go. And notice I haven't said a word up until this point um, for (laughs) for our listeners. Uh, Before we do that, Bama, have you kind of shared uh, in Comic Book Club? And if you have, could you share with the Nerd Talk people, like, kind of, like, your journey into nerd culture and, like, what – we do that with all of our new guests, like – what's what brought you into nerd culture like for me it was star wars as a young kid and then like you know getting into marvel and dc and all that stuff and like you know maybe what got you into nerd culture and uh like just name your favorite superhero okay uh yeah in comic book club we actually uh for the first time uh people we say uh, what was the first comic you read and what got you into reading comics uh so as far as what got me into the overall nerd culture uh, had to be because I, I mean, I started with the NES, the Nintendo Entertainment System. And like everybody, I had Super Mario Brothers and Duck Hunt on that same cartridge. Uh, but what probably really, like, truly pulled me into it was playing Pokemon with my cousin. Uh, it was a little bit older than me. I was like there three years old. Uh, my There's cousin something we Patrick can all agree on. <laughs> loved loved playing Pokemon. I played. Uh, I haven't played all of them because I've kind of jumped in and out of it uh, here and there. But I've played a good good portion of of the games. Haven't played any of the more like the most recent one I've played was a uh, Sun and Moon. I haven't played any others since. Uh, as far as favorite characters, I'll I'll go with 
one Marvel and one DC. I know Jordan's going to like my, my DC because it is Green Lantern. Hey, Green Lantern. Which, I th- which Green Lantern, though? Yep. Uh, I'm going to Hal Jordan. Just Hal Jordan is yeah. he's just he's the he's the OG. Well, I mean, kind of. He, he's he's just the one that has the better imagination, I think, and just has the overall. Uh, he's just overall better in my. I have something to add to that. He's the will. He's the williest willer who's yes. ever willed. I don't know if you've read the 80th anniversary, but the, I love that, and I was yes. just reminded of that when I was deleting stuff the other day. I'm like, so I've got to incorporate that in my life now. He, yes, he <laughs> he is the the most williest uh, will that there is, yeah. uh, and the I don't know if I've told any, any of you about my marvel favorite character which is colossus uh, and i i like colossus because yes he can be the guy that like runs in just punching people and knocking them out but he's more so of a protector uh first than a attacker uh from at least from from what i've un- understood is he he is one that will protect his allies before he's just gonna run in head first and and take people out plus he also gained the powers of Juggernaut in the Fear Itself comic run, and that's just a stupid combination. <laughs> and he's got a good taste in women. Kitty Pride, am I right, guys? That, that, that's that was true. Thing, right? Yep, so I'm just saying. That is true. Good choice right there. But yeah, uh, Bama, thanks for sharing that with us. And we, we kind of like to give you know all of our new uh, co-hosts or guests uh, the opportunity to kind of just share their, their introduction into their culture and kind of like what they're – doing a deep dive into uh, recently and yeah um it's uh it's cool to hear just you know different people's perspectives and you know green lantern and colossus i would have never guessed so um so tonight we're going to be talking about uh a controversial film that just came out morbius um the four of us have all seen it over the weekend it came out uh what was it like thursday night yeah and, um man will is throwing grenades no, we, like, I even got the just, first just, question just out. Slight jabs, slight jabs. There's and, no light um, jab here. The conversations we've had, there's no. no. Oh, so, man. So for our listeners, so Bama and Jordan went and saw it. I went and saw it with my wife yesterday. Um, you guys saw it Saturday night, right? Yeah? Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we went yeah. Saturday night. And then Will saw it, like, what, Friday, Fri- Thursday? Friday, because here's my caveat. I If I was going to see it, I was not paying for it. And a friend, Ryan, hit me up. He's like, hey, uh, you want to go see it? I got you. And I'm like you don't have to, man. I don't, I don't, I'm not really amped for this. And he's like, don't worry about it. You're, you're, you're my one Marvel friend in the Pokemon go group. I'm like, all right, there we go. And so, yeah. Uh, so yeah. yeah okay. So, so when, when Deadpool came out, Levi did that to me. I said, I'm not paying for that ticket. And Levi did the same thing. And, and so uh, I, I respect that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh man. So, so before we get too far carried away, Indeed. um, <laughs> I, <sighs> I went to see it. I reluctantly went to see it. Um, I was I was super excited about it. We did a preview episode a couple of weeks ago for our spring preview. We talked about, about Morbius. I was extremely excited about the movie. Um, not watching or seeing much of Jared Leto's stuff. Like I'm not the biggest Leto fan, right? So like went to go see this film. Uh, I texted Will Saturday morning. I was like, "Hey, did you go see it?" And he said, "Unfortunately." And I was like, "Okay, uh, is it worth me going to?" Uh, going to sleep yeah that wasn't that's what you told me um is it worth me going to see and i said and your your response was no i fell asleep it was it was bad um and then jordan uh went to see it sunday or i'm sorry saturday with bama and he loved it so like there was just complete 
complete opposite sides of the spectrum. So I was holding out, holding out. And for our listeners, like we want to cover all the stuff. We want to we want to cover all the new movies, the new projects, and the new series. And so like we, we you know, I got to go see it because Jordan's going to do an episode on it on Monday. And, you know, I want to be a part of the, the Nerd Talk family and I want to be a participant. And so I went and saw it. And to be honest with you, like I just... Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't my favorite movie. Like, but it wasn't like it wasn't the worst thing I've ever seen, but it wasn't my favorite. Yeah. Um, and 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 it's okay. Like, I don't have to like every single thing. Like, you guys love the Eternals. And um what you gagging on that, Jordan? You said you I, I thought you could... I think it gets better as it but the first time I watched it, me and Bama, I, I sat back, I'm like, I didn't care for this film. Yeah, but like when you guys when we went we did an episode on that, right? Yeah, the I mean the very next day the three of us did it. You're like, this is great. And I was like, well, I wasn't a fan of it. So but let me, anyway, let me say this. I don't think I loved it. That's what I'm gagging okay. at is I don't, I don't, I can't say that I loved it, but okay. I can say that, you know, it, it fit well into the MCU, but I'll, yeah. I'll just let you keep going. Yeah. Yeah. So, absolutely. So, so all that to be said, um, we went and saw Morbius yesterday afternoon and you know, I, I was just okay with it. Right. It wasn't super, um, it wasn't my favorite thing ever. In fact, I'll go out on a, li- uh, a limb here and say that I liked Age of Ultron better. Boom. Yes! I was <laughs> hoping to get that. That's a win. That's I was a hoping win. to get that one. <laughs> you got I it. would, uh, after texting both Will and, and Jordan after seeing this movie, Jordan gave it a 7 out of 10. Will gave it a 4 out of 10. My wife and I gave it a solid 4 to 5 out of 10. Well, you gave it that high of a rating. Last time I heard, it was a one out of ten. Well, I was just giving you a hard time on, okay. on, the, okay. on the page, but uh... so before we get too far carried away, I want to I want to keep it short and simple with our first question. What were your initial thoughts on this film? Don't go crazy into detail. Just you know, kind of just give us just a brief synopsis. I'll start with Will. Oh, thank you. I was going to say who, who, who should take Will, it first. Will, thank you. Will is fuming. He. For our listeners, he is there is smoke coming out of his ears. So if yeah, I don't let him I, I'm actually at Horizon Labs right now. Uh, I'm using he's, the background over here. No, uh, that's Oscorp. That's not yeah, got, Horizon Labs. Well, I'm standing. Where do you think I'm standing? I gotta be standing somewhere. It, it doesn't make it, it doesn't have to make sense. I'm in the Morbius universe he's got, anyway. He's got smoke coming out of his ears like a tea kettle. So Will, let us oh, have yeah. it. Oh goodness! Initial thoughts and just trying to keep it simple here. I think I said it to you and I've said it to anybody who's asked me about Morbius because my friend Benny loves Spider-Man and he is familiar with the character and just, I like Morbius. One, it is a travesty. We did not have him develop some weird foreign accent like the 90s cartoon and yell, Felicia! Or, or like his love interest's name. I know that's not like, that would never make, make or break the movie, but I, I would have easily went a, a point or two up just for that fan service there. But the worst crime one of these movies can commit now here in 2022 is being boring and wasting my time. I've seen, I've watched the Snyder cut three times and I've watched the Batman three times. And that's like 12 out 12 to nine hours of my life. And I enjoyed every viewing. I'll say there are some, some dragging parts in both of those viewings, but this is an hour and a half and I fell asleep and I got woken up by an action scene. Like I don't know what Sony was thinking. I at least let them, Venom let there be carnage I was at least cringing and going like oh, okay like their relationship's fine and Michelle Williams yeah but that's neither here nor there Jordan Bama you can take it from there Jordan all right I'll just say this I was extremely excited and I think that one of the biggest problems that we today have when going to see a movie 
is we let the critics start us off. And some people will like feed into what Rotten Tomatoes has. We'll go and look at all these reviews. I told Bama when we went and saw it, I wasn't looking at reviews. I knew that it had like a 19% at the time, but I wasn't looking at what was said because I wanted to go in with as fresh a mindset to just enjoy. Now, speaking of that, we went to the the 21 and older uh, movie theater. So like, I think part of my experience helped this movie. And I was talking, I was talking to someone today about it. I said, I saw Morbius and I enjoyed myself, but I also enjoyed the fact that I could eat chicken wings and, and drink this really large Pepsi while watching Morbius. But I think initially, like, is that why you liked it? No, no, I'm just saying, like, I think that helped. Yeah, because um, Sony didn't, Sony, so you're telling us Sony paid you off with chicken fingers and Pepsi right now? Because I, mean, I had alcohol no, I, and it I wanna, did not help. I want to state, they didn't pay me off. I still had to pay for those chicken wings at nine ninety nine. Oh, oh goodness. But, but, but regardless, I think that this film, there were some definite problems. And okay. I think that when you basically redo The Incredible Hulk and you just make it a vampire film, like Bam and I talked about this for like an hour <laughs> after we watched the movie, they basically didn't know what movie they were going with. And they tried to follow The Incredible Hulk storyline in a lot of ways and add this like monster film and they were like Frankenstein's monster, mad scientist, incredible Hulk. There's literally bits and pieces of Iron Man. Like I didn't feel like they knew where they were going, but it just still felt like a fun movie. I enjoyed myself in that film. There were with the transformation of him, like just the, the way he looked and some of the ways they showed the powers. I loved that, but that's, that was just my initial thoughts. I, I liked it, but I enjoyed my experience. And I wonder if that's why I liked it as much as I did was because the experience and the whole nature of it was really good for me. Okay. Bama, uh, you're new to the fold. Uh, how did you feel about this movie without the persuasion of Jordan, Will, anybody? Just give us like your hot take on it. Yeah, uh, I wouldn't really say a hot take because I'm just kind of lukewarm uh, is, is, is my, my take on it. Um, yeah, it, I just felt like it had some pacing issues. Like, yes, it was giving us you know, some good information here, but then it was like slow in some parts. Uh, I felt like there was a lot of missing information about Morbius and some of the other side characters. Because, uh, like, his his best friend, Milo, like, how did that guy get a whole whole lot of freaking money to to pay for all the things that, that he was paying for Morbius to do? Like, that's mm-hmm. that's just something that's not addressed. It's not, um, yeah, there's no story. It's not important, so, don't worry about it. Yeah, it's 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 not important. Don't worry. I I think the visuals do kind of kind of help the film, uh, especially like seeing him uh, with his uh, super speed, even the flying, very very similar uh, stylized uh, effects on that. And it even I don't know if you guys noticed, but depending on what was being worn, like it reflected in their. Uh, the effects. So like when Morbius was wearing the the black and purple, you got streaks of purple as he was going through. Uh, so I think some of the effects uh, helped helped out a little bit. I think there may have been a, f- a few iffy effects during it, uh, but I, I think overall the acting, especially from uh, what was what's the guy's name that played the Milo? Uh, Matt Smith from Doctor Matt Who. Smith from Doctor Who. I think he he did he took that and he went as far as he wanted with that character and had a ton of fun doing it. 
that was one of the redeeming things for me. I love Matt Smith, and I thought him and Tyrese could maybe save that turn of a movie. Uh, and, and his uh, little dancing wanted, scene, I'm like, I, I was like, oh, I, I, I could watch. A, if there's just an hour and thirty minutes of just Matt Smith like doing like a little stripper <laughs> dance, that would have been a better movie. I'm just telling you right now. <laughs> yeah, you, you bring up Tyrese Gibson, and it's like that guy's he's a really good actor and really good talent, and I felt like he was just underutilized. Mm-hmm. Uh, in this film if he if if it had been more of morbius the vampire versus the people of new york long island wherever they were at i think that would have been better than to have the mirror of another vampire for him to go up against hear me out the bats and the morbius because he's in fast and furious that that's what they should have went for boo boo yeah. Uh, so <laughs> just to kind of just to come kind of come full circle. Um I I've seen a lot of movies in the last couple of years, specifically Marvel, DC, um, different projects. Has, but like I've sat through Avengers Endgame twice, and that movie's three hours and change, and it didn't feel like three hours and change. I was optimistic going in to see Morbius and it was an hour and 43 minutes and it felt like it was three hours. I thought it was long. I thought it was slow. Yes. I thought it took, I was like, great. This is going to be a short, you know, almost less than two hours. It's going to be great. And I felt like a drug, like, you know, similar to what they was saying, like there were some timing issues. There was some, there were some holes in the storytelling. And for me, uh, it just, it drug at times. So like the two things, you know, for me, specifically in movies these days, like DC does this a lot, but like, I can't, I I hate it when they film this stuff in a dark grainy um, filter and it's hard to see. And I feel like I'm at the movie theater just doing this little thing where I'm staring at the screen because I can't see it because that's how they film it. Like they did that with the Batman. They did that with Morbius and, and Morbius is a Sony Marvel project. And, you know, they've, they've done it with other DC projects. And I'm just like, guys, it's hard to see. And, you know, if, if I can't see it and I can't follow it and I feel like it's slow, it's going to bore me to tears and I'm just not going to be invested. So moving forward with our, with our questions and our, our boxing match round two, how did you guys ding, feel ding, about, ding. yeah, <laughs> thank you. How did you feel about Jared Leto uh, portraying Morbius? Uh, Jordan, we'll start with you. I got to say, you know, we, we trash talk him a lot about his Joker and, I don't know that it was him that was the problem. I wonder if it was the writing and the style of his Joker. I loved him in Morbius. I think that he did very well with this character. I think they gave him more time to develop like the way they went. I liked him. And I like how very 90s cartoon it felt in certain areas. Like like it, it gave like that realism. It gave that like modern day storytelling, but it still gave me some representation where I was like, okay, it still feels like this is the character from the '90s cartoon. This is you mean, very- he kind of looked like a, a a really bad front man from a, a '90s grunge band. Is that what you're, no. you're trying to say? <laughs> no. Yeah, Parker, get out of my way. Kurt, go on Kurt Cobain. <laughs> trying to be Kurt Cobain. Yeah. Anyways, I liked him. I think he handled the character very well. I think that as a whole, you know, a lot of this does not come back to the actor they can only do as well as the character is written. They can only do as well as the film editing will allow, because I mean, you go back and watch Iron Man two. We, we could give Mickey Rourke a really bad run for his whiplash, 
But if you go back and, and listen, he's like, I gave everything I had. They took a lot of that out on the cutting floor. And that comes back to the rider strike back in, back in 2010, 2009. And so I'm not going to blame Jared Leto for bad performances with, with the Joker anymore. I think he handled Morbius really, really well. I like where he went. And I, you know, if, uh, if he's got a cult, you can put me in it. Right. Will? right. I, I, I Jordan, I would back that statement up. I would, uh, take that. I would, well, I would walk that statement back if I were you, Mace. uh, it look into it man it's not it's not cool it's not cool <laughs> but anyway i i know as, as you said he's the beto is that what you said yeah uh, Le- leto is beto that's, oh god yeah all the bad jokes i think i like my joke better but anyway uh we'll segue into my thoughts on jared leto i think depending on the project i i will agree with you to a degree that jared leto was given the right material in writing he can do solid cult aside. I mean, I, 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 I say the same thing with Tom Cruise and the Scientology stuff. Uh, and for a little bit there, Wait, I was with about, Was he actually a part of a cult? Because I was just making he has a started joke. a cult. He has literally started I was, a cult. I was totally joking. I didn't what? know about that. <laughs> I didn't oh, know Jesus. he actually started one. Like, I was just making a joke. <laughs> I thought you were joking at because I was he's not. like... <laughs> <laughs> Oh God! <laughs> we're, we're in for a long. Yeah, th- th- we're, but this oh, will be man. more entertaining. This will be more entertaining. <laughs> this is than way movies. more entertaining. <laughs> like, this podcast instance, will be more entertaining than the movie. Stop hey, it! That's what, that's, what, that's what I was just saying. That's what I was just Stop saying. Stop it! But for instance, Jared I think Leto, Jordan's outnumbered, and he doesn't realize it in this episode. Oh no! I know I am. I know I'm outnumbered, but I'll <laughs> yeah. champion this cause. Uh, do do your he best. He tried Jordan. to bring Bama as backup, and it's not working. I didn't bring him as backup. <laughs> I, I, I never claimed I, to be backup. Yeah, you, I, I, I never claimed to be backup. You don't have to, Bama. I, I just see the look on your face. You're like, I'm Switzerland. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <swear> <laughs> <on the flag. laughs> All right, well, give it keep to me. me out right. of so Jared Leto is one of this. Uh, all right. Okay. So, uh, I just recently saw Leto in House of Gucci back in November, and. I, I got more joy from him as there uh, as Paulo Gucci, where it's just like, oh, he's doing a Mario impersonation. It's me, Paulo Gucci. I'd rather watch a, another hour and a half of that weirdo in this movie than what we got. Like, it just, it's really uninspired, which, hey, could be the direction in writing. But if you, if you only have dollar signs in your eyes, you, we've seen what happened. Like, Batman versus Superman, I just, I despised when I first saw it in theaters. I've, I've, Grown up a little bit, uh, like a few visuals here and there. I'm like, all right, Zack Snyder was doing this ultimate cut. Maybe it's not all of his fault, but again, like if that's all, all you see, you, it, you, you're, you're gonna get it, it, it's not karma is not gonna be kind to you in the movie in the box office if it's if you do a crap job and doesn't do good. There's even other movies like Pacific Rim Uprising, not a good movie, but like they were just straight up having fun. It was like a live action Gundam or Power Rangers movie. And I'm like, yes, do it. I, I know I'm getting off topic here, but I'd rather t- talk about anything else than Morbius. It, it, Jared Leto Why is- fu- on this podcast? <laughs> so I can fight to fight against it. I'm, I, I'm just telling you, I, I, I don't like Morbius. Jared Leto is uh, an okay actor. It's not the project for him. Like get Tommy Wiseau from the room in here. He would have been a better Morbius at this point. Uh, <laughs> Bama, how did you feel about uh, Jared Leto playing Morbius? Oh, uh, well- <laughs> I, I don't have, I haven't seen him in 
in as much as probably you guys like really suicide squad and and this is probably all i've really seen him in so he was definitely better in this than he was in suicide squad so i'll i'll give him that uh but no i i think he didn't i think he did an okay job i mean it wasn't you know it wasn't robert downey jr as iron man it wasn't the perfect casting but he did really well with it and I don't know how much he may have done in the transformation as the vampire part of Morbius, but if he did, you know, any of that, then I, I would say he did a very good job, at least giving that monstrous look and, and doing all the things from there. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think he did all right. I'm not going to say it was the best thing in the world, uh, but it wasn't the worst. Yeah, I would agree with that. I would hundred percent agree with that. Like, I think that, you know, it was just okay. Um, you know, it, it just, I don't know. I just felt like at times he, it was like he wanted to be good, but he wasn't. And he just, it, it, like you said, I haven't seen other than Suicide Squad, um, the brief appearance he made in the Snyder Cut of Justice League. Uh, not, and, and then this, like I've not really seen him in anything else. I, I wanted to see the House of Gucci that Will was talking about, but I haven't seen that yet. Um, but solid movie yeah so like i i just haven't you know seen much of him um i'm just kind of indifferent on him like that's a but it was also a tall you know tall order to ask him to be the joker after he pledger i mean come on um so i'll i'll give him he was solid in the nightmare sequence in the in the snyder cut like if yeah but go ahead micah my bad no no it's cool i just think that like it, it was just okay for me like i you know, I had high hopes for this movie and like similar to what Jordan was saying, like, you know, Rotten Tomatoes and all these scores. And I try to not let that persuade my, my view of the movie, but I texted Will and I texted Jordan. I texted another friend from work and I was like, Hey, you know, they were like, man, Morbius is getting trashed (laughs) opening night. And it's just getting trashed because it's just not good. And I think too, to take it a step further, I think we, we've been kind of spoiled by a lot of really, really good films and a, real, a lot of really, really good uh, series from Disney and from Marvel and even from DC for that matter. You know, the Suicide Squad was great. Peacemaker's been, you know, was great. First season of that was great. Um, other shows have just been solid. So um, like I said, when we started, like, I don't think that everybody's going to like everything. That's okay. You know? So uh, we talked a little about Jared Leto. Let's talk a little bit about the rest of the cast. Like who were some of your favorite uh in this cast like i really like his love interest i thought that she did a great job um i wish she would have got more out of her character uh adria or she's uh puerto rican um adria you guys know how to say her last name arjona i'm looking arjona (laughs) anyway she uh she played the love interest in morbius and she to me did a did a solid job she played uh martine bancroft um Thought that she was great. Um, yeah, uh, we'll start with Bama. Who was you know like your favorite uh, cast? Who what was who was somebody that stuck out to you? And um, yeah, well, I, I think everyone's probably going to agree with this, but Matt Smith, like I said earlier, he just he took that role and he just went off with it, and he it just seemed like he was having so much fun. Will was talking about the dance scene. While the dance scene was just kind of like. It's like, why, why is this even in here? It was still one of the funniest and weirdest things to be in this movie. And it was enjoyable because he seemed dialed in. 
he was he was perfect perfectly dialed into to this um why is it that we just love dance scenes i mean we had the one in falcon and the winter soldier and then we've got this one justin hammer zemo yeah, yeah, Zemo. Zemo. I mean, you you got all these different guys that just do these dances, and this is what we're talking about. This was the highlight of the film, apparently. It was. <laughs> we could see it. Jordan, did did we go see the same movie? <laughs> apparently not. Apparently not. But yeah. anyway, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I just Matt Smith was definitely uh, the, at least the best acted uh, person in this in this film. Um, I liked some some of the other uh, actors. I, I recognized a few. Um, obviously, we talked about Tyrese Gibson. Gibson, uh, he just needed to be more in the film. There, there needed to be like it, it kind of gave a little bit of backstory on him as far as like, oh, the artificial blood helped save his life. But I wanted more from that. I wanted there to be a little bit more of a connection between him and Morbius to really kind of make them butt heads a little bit more. Um, I really, in the the love interest, I really, like, I, I will agree. I wish there was more to it because by the end of it, like during the film, I didn't even really think that they were all that much like a love interest kind of couple. I just thought, oh, it's uh, master and assistant kind of kind of thing and then they started you know kissing and, and uh she bit his lip at the end and, and all of that and i'm just like where where did this come from there was i didn't feel that there was enough set up for for that to truly show the love interest mm-hmm. um jordan who was you know some of your who were some of your favorite uh, actors and actresses in this cast all right, so I'm just going to go ahead and throw this one out there. My favorite of all the people, aside from Matt Smith, was Michael Keaton coming in to play Adrian Toomes for the two seconds he was in there. <laughs> no, I, th- I think, you know, Tyrus Gibson is a, is a fan favorite of mine. I love seeing him, again, just to kind of echo what you guys have said. Uh, he, if we would have developed his character, I think if you would have done more with, with him and less with his, uh, his partner... Because I feel like his partner, like he didn't necessarily need a partner for this. I think he could have been like the solo cop, could have gone through some detective stuff and could have seen some more like solo work with him. I really liked him. And then there's a guy named uh, Jared Harris, and he played the mentor for both of the both him or Leto and Smith. And he was a doctor. Yeah, I really liked him. At first, I was really confused because I thought that's the guy who played Dumbledore in the new Fantastic Beasts movie. That's Jude Law. Oh, yeah. That's Jude Law. <laughs> well, but but there there was a moment where he kind of said something, and I was like, "Wait, time out. That's not Jude Law." And and I'm like, "No, no, no. This no. There's no way." And I had to go and look at. But they there's enough similarity between them that I was like, "Oh, like." But I just, I liked his the way that they handled his character. That like I still am investing in you, but I'm not as invested like years later. Like he he kind of was a good sprinkled in character, kind of like a. Uh, like Alfred or like Jarvis or someone like that who's like kind of sprinkled in and is not a main focus character. I I couldn't help but think of Mr. Deeds when I saw him. Because yes. he played, <laughs> like <laughs> every time I've ever seen I saw him, he was the he was the guy the the, the bad yeah TV oh, yeah, reporter and yeah. Mr. Deeds and I just couldn't help but like <laughs> it's Mr. Deeds. So uh that's one of my favorite movies, mm-hmm. uh Adam Sandler projects. But uh Will, 
Who was some of your favorite casting in this? Oh, Mr. Deeds. What a great film. Why is this podcast not about that? <laughs> wow. Yeah. Okay. I sorry. feel like he's not even fighting me anymore. He's just like, this is a stupid movie. Boom. Roasted. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I mean, who would not want a water fountain that gives you Hawaiian punch? Also, yeah. Adam Sandler has to play against type and be a Patriots fan. Beautiful movie right there. <laughs> okay. Morbius. So also, yeah, anyway, Morbius cast. Also, is this how it feels when I go on and say every character's name? Because I feel like you guys picked everybody at this point. Uh, it, it doesn't help that there weren't a lot of people in this film. Yes, there wasn't. Yeah. yeah like, All right, but mm-hmm, go ahead. I feel, I feel like there just weren't a lot of like memorable characters in this one like yeah you're not you're not in an mcu film where you already have everybody already there it's kind of like iron man one where you really just like have the terrorists tony stark pepper Potts, maybe happy and obadiah stan it's kind of like those five is is really it mm. phil and colson so, there too and all that yeah but yeah all right I'll, i guess i'll just touch on everybody briefly too michael keaton uh you that poor poor man he I, I, they, they they hope they paid him really well. I hope he got paid in advance, uh, and I hope that's not this is not what we get in the Batman from him. He probably because, wasn't even on set. He just did his. Yeah, they just CGI'd him in there. Like, oh hey, you gave us your likeness right, so we can use this right. He's like, yeah, works with me. I mean, you're paying me right, absolutely. Um, so, and then just him having his suit. And how did he get in contact with Michael Morbius? Why? How, how would he know to get in contact with him? Like. That's neither here nor there. Matt Smith, I always loved him in Doctor Who. And I don't know. I think he needs to fire his agent or pick some better projects. Because uh, I don't know if you saw this movie. I don't know if you guys look like Edgar Wright. But he was in another movie last night in Soho about this girl who's going to fashion school or whatever. But she can also see ghosts and visions and stuff. And he's in the flashbacks. Beautiful and terrifying in that. Like, if he brought an ounce of that. Yeah, I think he brought... Matt Smith brings it whenever he is in anything. And he just... He, he brought some much needed life into this and that's why it gets like my hovering one to four in this movie. Tyrese, I wish he would have brought some of that fast and furious awareness to this silly movie. Uh, but fortunately, I mean, you can only do so much with a, with a, with a polished turd and Tyrese, I mean, I love him, but you could do better. Jared Harris also. I think Will, you told me the other night or the other morning when I texted you, you were like, not even Tyrese can save this movie. Yeah, it was so bad it. that not even Tyrese could save this movie. Yeah. Oh but he always gosh. says, For, forget about it, cuh. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. But every time I see Tyrese, I can't help but think of the first Transformers when he he uh they're in the battle scene and he's like, It's in my pocket, the cell phone. They're talking about the cell phone to call the government. And front pocket, like, front pocket. No, he goes left cheek, left oh, cheek. Oh, yeah, that's what that's what it was. Left cheek. Because he had like 16 pockets. <laughs> so he just, you know. I uh, just I love Tyrese. He was great in Transformers. He was also uh, great in the Fast and the Furious movies. Um, he's just so good. Um, but like in Morbius, like Jordan, I honestly agree with you. Like if he would have been um, the solo cop, had more lines. I think that I think would have been a I think would have been a lot different. Like in a well, positive way. Like I said earlier, I think this movie didn't know what it wanted to be. I think yeah. that they there were too many directions, and they just. I don't think that – I mean, I, I think that's why there were so many plot holes. I think that's why certain pieces just didn't connect. And had you just said, you know, we're going to give one cop, and we're not going to worry about the the Hispanic cop coming in to be like the uh, Michael Pena from Ant-Man. Because yeah. I feel like they were trying to pull a Michael Pena with the, the detective. You have the, the scene where they straight up pull from Iron Man, and he's like Pepper Potts going in and then like uh, 
the love interest goes into his lab and the villains there like it was pulled straight like some of these are pulled straight from other movies and i'm like you just don't know what kind of film you want to be and i think that's one of the hardest problems is when you just say you know what what do you want to be it's like asking a kid what do you want to be when you grow up i don't know (laughs) you know who they don't want to be jordan a good movie a good movie Oh, hey, we, I think we turned him, guys. I think we no, got him. Just like, no. just like vampires, we turned him. We turned him. No, no. <laughs> I I still enjoyed this movie. I st- you, you can, okay, I had a professor in college, and if Matt, you're listening, I absolutely love you, but uh, I love Batman versus Superman. That was a good movie to me. I enjoyed it. I prefer the ultimate edition versus the normal and the theatrical cut, but, you know, you're not going to change my opinion here. I think that it was a good film. I've already got it pre-ordered on my iTunes account, like, I'm excited to, I, heck, I even thought about going to see it again, just to like be a little bit more like fresh for this to make sure that it wasn't just the experience, but I truly stand by this film. I think Will, it's a seven out of 10. Will, I think it's, I think it's kind of ironic that he's not seen the Batman, but he'll, yeah, but, but he'll see this Batman and he'll we'll go see. see it again. Okay. Yeah. But, but, no, but I'm, I'm going to see, no, I'm going to argue this. The reason I don't want to go see that is I have no interest in seeing another Batman where they're just going to botch him again. DC can't get their crap together. No, 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 no. Will, Will, you can you can make faces at me the whole podcast. I'm telling you right I know. now. Because at the end of the day, this is You're now your You're tearing me apart, Jordan. <laughs> we're going down a path I can't follow. We went from... We went from oh, now we're on to Star Wars. Yeah, it's all over the place. Uh, I feel uh, like this, we need to, just like this, this movie, am I right, guys? Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> we can't decide what we're doing. So... <laughs> We're just gonna take from from all these other. Don't edit this out. Don't not do not edit this out. It's gonna work, guys. I am so proud of myself. I have not cursed as much as I thought I was going to during this one. You've not cursed once yet, so I'm proud of you for that. Yeah, because as hard as I'll go, this this movie is a boring piece of crap. Okay, that's as hard as I'm gonna go on it right now. This podcast. Yes. (laughs) So I enjoyed it. Like you guys have to understand. I know. know, It's cool that you. It's cool that you enjoyed it. Like. You know, and and I will be the first to tell you, you guys, that I I will go see any movie once, and I will give any movie a chance. Oh yes, Here, right there. Like, Boom. Gonna, you, brought just up, said. you brought up Batman versus Superman, right? Batman versus Superman was way better than Morbius ever could be. Oh no! <laughs> I'll, I'll get. I'll, I'll even give it that too. As much as I was like, very oh, oh, Martha rest. too. Like I can get past the Martha thing. Way Why before. Why didn't you say that out. name? Way before, oh way goodness. before the whole Morbius thing. Okay, here, here's yeah, my but, question. But, but, but I want to answer I wanna, this. Yeah, go okay, ahead. Did, go, did Jesse Eisenberg actually know which villain he was playing? Was he actually supposed to be Riddler, or was he supposed <laughs> to be Lex Luthor? Because he was giving off a lot of Riddler. Yes, Lex Luthor Junior. So I, I, I don't count him. I'm, I, Brian Cranston's his dad. But it's like uh, Jordan. Pick, a, pick a villain. Okay, here, here's my question. This movie, you bring in Multiverse of Madness, and you just say, you know, Sony has crapped all over Marvel. We're done. And they brought Jared Leto Morbius in, and they said they're going to build the Sinister Six. He's going to face off against Spider-Man, and that they could use this. Would you say that this would be a good way to just kind of like say, at the end of the day, Sony's done. Marvel gets it because Morbius put the last nail in the coffin. Would you be accepting of that? Uh, Nice pun there, too. Uh, uh, I thought the same thing. Uh, like, like, I, I like know, how you're bridging the gap there, but like, it doesn't. It's give still not guaranteed. 
Yeah. Well, no, 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 no. What, what I'm saying is like, what if? This... But I wouldn't want him in a Sinister Six. I just don't care. Like, I don't care about his character enough. Yeah. To, to have him a part I, of it. He, he should be an anti-hero, not a villain. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And I, I agree there. I'm just saying, like, because they're starting the Sinister Six kind of feel, and and they're gonna yeah. pull random characters. But like, if you brought him in and just said, okay, you're gonna have Morbius, and you're gonna have Blade, and you're gonna do like this darker side of the the MCU, and and Jared Leto's your guy because. You know, Will, you were saying, you know, Jared Leto, whatever. But, like, I'll be honest, this is this is your Morbius right here. Like, Sony's going to run with it. They're going to keep pushing stuff out with him. I mean, I'll be honest. I thought Venom was crap. I hated that film. But it's one of those – It's just, it, Tom Hardy is Venom. They did a second Venom. They're going to work on a third Venom. They're building this whole new universe. And he showed up in the end of Eternals. Uh, no Way Home. 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 You're right. Sorry. No Way yeah. Home. So – I mean, like you, you're establishing these characters. You're trying to piggyback off the MCU, and I think what the MCU needs to do is Disney just needs to buy all Spider-Man from Sony. That just needs to happen. But I don't think it'll know. ever happen. That's a yes. whole separate question. Yeah, a whole yeah. Separate podcast. A whole but separate yes, I agree with you on that. But I think that this is this is going to be your Morbius. I think Jared Leto is going to be a staple into this the Sony verse. Um, mm. I, I like. I think he's going to be a character. Now, whether you choose to go see those films or not, that's your Maybe. choice. But. I think he's going to be the darker side, that that more vampire werewolf. We're going to see some of those characters start showing up, anyways, because we're already getting a werewolf by night uh, Halloween special on Disney Plus. So I wonder if they're going to not just and use Craven Spider-Man. the Hunter as well. They're doing Craven the Hunter. They're doing all these different, which I don't think villains need to become all antiheroes because I feel like that's kind of what they were doing. But I was like Morbius. I feel like is a good segue that he can kind of be a a, a middle guy. Like, hey, the heroes fight him, the villains fight him. He just He's just kind of doing his own thing. So that's my thought. I just I just think that, you know, we're going to suck it up. Morbius is Jared Leto's Morbius. Uh, <laughs> moving on. That, that audible uh, sigh from both of you. Uh, it was just very underwhelming to me. The whole movie was underwhelming. And I don't know if, and to our listeners, I don't know if it's because Will said that he like fell asleep in the, during the movie. But like, there was a point where I dozed off too. Like when I saw it too, like I just it was so, it was one of those movies you throw on like a Saturday night when your friends come over and like you're tired and you're just like you just kind of like it's just not good. Here's what I'll say: in the early 2000s, when we didn't know we could get as many of these great adaptations that we that are now on our shelves or on the Plex server in Jordan's case, uh, and even on TV, Disney Plus, etc. Like this movie would be serviceable in those early 2000s. Like yeah, this is fine, but like. We now we've got a taste. We got a taste of steak. Now we know we deserve better as an audience. And when you're clearly just seeing the eye on the prize, like let's make a Sinister Six movie, or Madam Web over here, and Ant Man is a spy over here. Like it, it, even if it doesn't make sense in in your grand plan, and if you're just all over the place, like we can see it. Like and the Sony email hacks didn't help them either. I, I so just go ahead. Let me let, let me ask this. Like, and this isn't part of the questions that we got yeah. tonight, but like. Do you guys, like, is part of that issue, like, Will, maybe Bama, you can speak into this too. Even Jordan, um, I know that you're, like, more pro-Morbius than the three of us. Uh, what? You know. <laughs> no, just, but, like, do you guys think that our expectations were higher because of how good No Way Home was? And, yes. Like, oh, because, absolutely. Because, like, like, the potential of another Andrew Garfield um, as and... Spider-Man, uh, the, the potential of another Kevin McGuire Spider-Man, after everything that happened in No Way Home, do you, like, I... I think it's like thinking about it now, as we're having this discussion, as we're unpacking this stuff, like it, 
my expectation is through the roof for Spider-Man after seeing No Way Home. Not that this is a Spider-Man movie, but it's a part of that universe, oh. right? So yeah. give me your thoughts. Bama, you're taking your I, I will. I, in this, I've kind of been thinking on this for the last few minutes is probably this movie doesn't do as well because there's not a lot of content before it mm-hmm. for us it's to almost like a pilot. look forward. Yeah, it's, it's almost like it's a brand new thing. Uh, and it's just, there's not enough background to, to make it an interesting movie. Like with, with all the Marvel movies and TV shows that are coming out, like, oh, we, we can look for references to things from movies past or try to see, oh, maybe they're going in this direction with this character. But with this movie, we don't have that. We only have the two Venom movies, and none of, none of that was even in this. I mean, he, he made one reference calling himself Venom just as a funny joke, but that doesn't really connect to, to that at all. And then we have this weird Adrian Toomes from the MCU show up that has absolutely no reasoning for why he comes there. I mean, maybe later they could say, oh, it was all a plot and ploy from Madam Web to pull – uh, Adrian Toomes from that universe into this one, but I just feel like it's it's so disconnected from everything that <clears throat> it it just it can't do itself justice, and it just falls short because of that. Because we don't have anything to bring from a past movie viewing into this, or something to really and truly look forward to. What do you guys think, Will? Um, as far as No Way Home, the expectation of a Spider-Man or a similar, uh, you know, similar movie in that universe. Yeah, um, I, I mean, I, I'll, I'll say like I'm not as familiar with Morbius, but like my big thing is if you're going to tell some of these stories, like at least keep us interested. Do something we haven't seen before, or um, do something challenging. And like, there's a scenes that are, are straight, almost like copies of stuff from the Amazing Spider-Man too when they were messing up like when he first uh when milo first confronts him and he doesn't want to give him the blood like that or like the little serum to make him a vampire that's straight up amazing spider-man 2 going like i can't give you my blood i don't know if it's going to work with you harry and so like, you're a fraud it's just like I-, I was i was like having deja vu i'm like did sony like not learn their lesson here i uh no i mean no way home has like the wonderful crunch of Ke- kevin feige and john watson that whole mcu vision like going like okay like we'll do this and then we'll the, the game plan is to have Peter off in his own doing his own thing post this and we'll go from there depending on Tom Holland's contract and what he wants to do and what John Watts and everybody wants to do or whoever they get to do the next yeah trilogy. and like not even make like a Sinister Six with that and that in that yeah. respect but like what if one of the post credit scenes was introducing Morbius right like at least we would have had something going into this film. I, I don't know if that would have got me hyped if I'm being no, I'm No, 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 I'm not saying, yeah. like, I'm, I'm talking about what Bama was saying, right? Oh. Bama was like, we had no character development whatsoever, and it was almost like a pilot in a degree because, or to a degree, because it was the first time we'd ever seen anything, movie, TV, you know, whatever to do with Morbius, Morbius, and um, we just didn't, it was just underwhelming because there was nothing. Yeah, you know I what just, I mean? Yeah, I, I know what you mean. I just, I, I don't know. Uh I think another thing too is like like Jordan and I think all of us have been saying this movie has an identity crisis. Like mm-hmm. when we've done vampires before with Blade back when uh, was it Universal who had it or whoever had Blade? Like one, those things are hyper violent, but then also vampires are pretty scary. And like uh, this is PG thirteen. It's like the kid, similar to how we said like we're taking the kid gloves off. Like 
go full R on this man. Like, and then just yeah. when he comes into like a Spider-Man or a Sinister Six thing, tone him down a little bit. But like, I, I mean, he seems kind of like a like. I feel like uh, Robert Pattinson's Edward Cullen could beat this vampire up. I'm just saying, <laughs> Jordan. You're only saying that because he became Batman and you're on this Batman kick. Uh, superior movie. In fact, I'm going to get a different background now while you're talking, Jordan. Get that, get that Cedric here. Diggory could, could beat this more. Uh, he's dead and he is dead. All right. All right. <laughs> all right. Listen, I think that no movie moving forward, like the first, like maybe one or two movies that we're going to get, that we get hyped for, will even come close to No Way Home. And I think Multiverse of Madness will come really close, but I don't know if we're going to get that or not. I I think that No Way Home just hit this really, really high order. I know I'll, I'll pass it off in a minute, but but when you get to this, you know, you're setting up this amazing film. And it was, and I, I've said this multiple times, No Way Home is a love letter to the fans. There was not a single moment of that film that I'm like, why was that there? And like ashamed that there was a piece in there, like, the, you know, when you go back to Homecoming, he's like, I'm watching porn. And then in uh, Far From Home, like he's got his pants down and they make this whole like snapshot. And like, there wasn't anything that just kind of made you think, why'd they put that there? What was the, what was the purpose? And for me, like No Way Home was just this beautiful film. And then they build into, you know, he's going to build into two different universes. And there's, there's a lot that's just going to happen. And Morbius is the first film to come out from No Way Home, like across the board. And so for Morbius, it's a tall order. And I think it's going to fail because we're comparing it to such an amazing film. That's like saying, hey, like Star Wars, Star Wars comes out and then we're going to go ahead and throw like four, five, six. And then we're going to do seven, eight, nine or one, two, three, like right after we did four or five, six, like four, five, six were amazing. And that is highly regarded as some of the best films. You've got the Lord of the Rings series. You're not going to put Lord of the Rings one, two, three, and then immediately do the Hobbit right after. I mean, there was a whole decade in between. Like you put a great film and then you brought a, I'm going to, I'll say this for fans, a mediocre film. I thought it was still a good film, not a great film, but a good film. And you put that right after it's not going to, it's not going to do as well. Cause we're, we've got higher expectations to it. We go back and we were like, well, wait, why did we get this after watching No Way Home? Well, because No Way Home is, one, it's a Marvel movie, like MCU. Two, it also had like three generations of Spider-Man. So, Micah, who's your Spider-Man? Who, who is your Spider-Man out of your out of the three? Who, who's the one that you, you like the most? Tobey Maguire. Bama, who's your favorite? Okay, are you saying Spider-Man, like, Spider-Man, or... Out of the three, we're, gonna, we're just going to say, out of the three franchises, which of the three was your favorite? We're just going to just go the, that route. I, the one that fits both Peter Parker and Spider-Man the best for me is Tom Holland. Okay. You know, for me, I, I loved the Andrew Garfield <laughs> series, but I also really love Tom Holland. I could care less about Tobey Maguire. But that one, that film brought all fans together it was not just a oh it's a love letter to all the mcu fans no this was a three generations of spider-man and it, it really did well with that where morbius you're just bringing in new characters and and you're having to kind of restart a universe in itself and it's it just didn't fit right and i think that's why it failed in a lot of ways wow i think jordan just heisted the the conversation for me um <laughs> 
I, we, we went full-blown Spider-Man on this podcast. <laughs> um, well, Morbius is a Spider-Man character. It's all good. Well, well, and I'm thinking too, like I was kind of confused at what you were saying as far as like which, who is my favorite, you know, iteration of Spider-Man. Like I grew up watching Tobey Maguire. Okay, I love yeah. the Tom Holland movies. Wasn't a fan of the Garfield movies. But when I went and saw No Way Home, it just tied a bow on all of those, whether I liked them or not, and did a great job of bringing, bringing them you know, their story's full circle because, you know, let's face it, Spider-Man 3 wasn't great in 2007. You know, the way they, you know, they ended the Amazing Spider-Man, like, Jamie Foxx, man, is Electro? Come on. Like, in No Way Home, just completely crushed it. And crushed so much it. better. Was way better. Um, back to Morbius, you know, what did you guys think about the visual effects um, in this film? Were there any? Did you guys, like, I mean, I just... Again, to me, it was underwhelming. But um, Bama, you haven't said much. So let's let's start with you. Uh, well, in uh, some of the <clears throat> like, we have a list of some of the visual effects that were there. Um, I, I did like the echolocation effect. Uh, I think that's a very stereotypical way of doing that. Just having like a sound wave kind of thing going off. Um, what what I really liked uh, as far as his echolocation and his you know hearing was when his love interest was on top of the building and she's like bleeding out, almost dying. And you, you physically see her heartbeat go. So I thought that was really cool and interesting to uh, not, not only just have like, Oh, his senses, you know, going out into the bigger world, but then like, Oh, he pinpoints on something. And then it shows that uh, sound wave more, more so because he is focused on it. Um, the flight and super speed, I thought those looked pretty well. Um, <clears throat> seeing the the wind currents, because that's that's how he was flying, was he was looking at the wind currents uh, and feeling the wind currents, and then just gliding along on them. Don't it doesn't really explain how he can do that. I, I guess that's just hey, vampire power. You can glide on on the wind currents. I guess. Um, but yeah, I, I thought the visual effects were pretty good i think they could have been polished up uh, a little bit um yeah the, the 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 fight scenes were were really really good uh, and just you, you could see some of the effects of uh morbius and milo fighting each other and so i thought effects were were decent okay uh jordan you know for me i think that uh the transformation to the vampire was really cool. I liked some of the the aspects they did with like when he's like kind of dry heaving because he's so hungry. He's just like, <sighs> and like his teeth are coming, like his face kind of deforms into the vampire look. And like, I loved some of that. And I loved the way that they handled the transformation. I loved uh, even just his like super speed and, and flight. Like you were saying, just like that. Oh, I'm a vampire. I can fly. Like, but the way they represented it, it kind of gave a Dementor kind of look, you know, when they like yeah. they fly with the, the smoke. I loved that. I was like, I don't typically, I'm not, I'm not a vampire. I'm not a like, like mummies and, and that kind of guy. Like, I don't really get into that very often. Um, especially. I'm finished that sentence. Well, yeah. I'm, I'm also <laughs> not a vampire. Um, but, but wink. with that, yeah. Wink for all of the, the people, um, but who are, who are listening and not seeing, you know, I, I really enjoyed a lot of the visual effects. I liked the way that that they just handled it. And 
it was different. It wasn't your typical MCU. I feel like the MCU has trained us to this whole, we have to make things more tactical. We have to make things more military and more realistic. And now we're starting to get superpowers. Um, It's been a while. Like the first few, like, I mean, the Hulk, I'll give, I'll give you the Hulk. But like when you see a superpower, it's more of the unseen. It's kind of like you see the effects of something, not actually seeing the transformations happen, not seeing like the, the residue of like, oh, hey, I'm flying and I've got kind of like this smoky trail behind me and or I can see things and and kind of like see, oh, hey, this is where he's at or this is my echolocation. And I, I like seeing some of those pieces. And so it was it was different. It was something that it, it felt like it was a little fresh for me. So. Mm-hmm. Will, how did you oh, feel d- about it? Down to me. Uh, I mean, I'm not expecting, well, at least with this, I wasn't expecting like the grandest, like amazing fight scenes, but I, similar to what you said earlier with how dark it was and how you could barely see stuff. Like in that final fight, like I'll say when he's jumping off the building initially, I'm like, okay, m- this movie finally got some life here in the third act, about time. Uh, like, I like the purple scene, this and that, but then when they're in their smoke thing, I was just getting major flashbacks to the original Venom, which is a movie I like, but when you have two giant black goo monsters and it, they're just like doing this and that, it's kind of hard to tell who you're rooting for and what's going on. And I mean, just, I mean, I could tell someone was getting the, uh, getting the crap kicked out of them, but I just, the CGI and visuals just kind of uninspired. Uh, I, 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 like I said, I'm not expecting like the most grand thing, but like, when we go into the MCU, I mean, I, 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 we, we, I mean, we get to see like the multiverse and Doctor Strange, uh, or the the quantum realm and um, and Endgame and the Ant Man movies, respectively. It just we know we can do grander things, and just I, I, I don't obviously he's a vampire. Don't shine light on him; he's gonna burn up and burst in flames. But like, put, have a little fun with the color grading. Maybe the budget couldn't sustain that, but like. I don't know like try to do something fun with it and i'm guessing there i'm um, the smoke and stuff was an attempt i'll give them that but it just it didn't really pay off for me at least Emma, you had something to add to that would so I, I was just thinking and uh so the the effects of them flying and and also their super speed do you think it was any similar to how quicksilver in Age of Ultron looked, but it was more wispy. Look at Bama. In, First of, hey, drop an Age of Ultron. Hey, hey there you go. Hey. Uh, but uh, th- th- that's kind of how I feel about it. Is it, it was reminiscent of Quicksilver in, in that film, but it was just more wispy and more smoke-like, like we've been saying, instead of that just straightforward, and then everything's like catching up to him as he stops. So did, 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 did you feel like that was kind of inspired by by the quicksilver from age of ultron i i i don't know honestly uh if it was uh it didn't pay out like i said i don't think it paid off for him i think the quicksilver versions of him running like he, there's at least some blue there and like you get the white lines you can kind of see like oh hey like that that's like his like little his little uh, sweatsuit or his like little under armor shirt like you can kind of see what's going on there and this even bringing up the, another quicksilver uh from x-men like when they slow everything so so down that like everything is just like nothing to him or just like when they even in days of future past where it's just like hopping to thing to thing like that's yeah i think that's like a fun way to show a superpower here and there um but here like i, I do I will say I do. I did appreciate initially when he's like learning the powers a little bit and kind of doing his stuff. I'm like, okay, this is this is a little bit different, but again, it didn't pay off for me. I'm just going like, hmm. Eh. 
Yeah, and you you were also saying, you know, shine some sunlight on him. Isn't he also called the living vampire? So so he's not undead. I was not saying shine light on him, but like have a spotlight on him. Like the cops are after him. Like let's let's see like some of this this fight. Like I I know like they're gonna mostly be fighting at night uh, because vampires, even if they are living vampires, and he was doing stuff during the day. But like I don't know, like. I would like to, I just wish I could have seen and processed these fights. Cause like, I mean, whenever we're in an MCU fight or even just some more, the more recent DC things, we know the stakes, like uh, just pulling a DC example out of my head. Like when they're uh, taking down that camp and, and they're having fun, like you, you see like where everything's laid out, Peacemaker shooting that guy, blood sports over there, getting somebody, you, you can see what's going on. All I saw was Jared Leto, boom, like a cloud of smoke hits him. Oh, now we're down here in the sewer. When did that happen? And then he's yeah. running off the screen. And because you fell in. asleep. It's because you fell that. asleep. I was awake for that one. The, their first fight, I was like, huh, what? But this is this is the term that me and Katie lovingly call sleep drunk. You didn't know what was going on because you just woke up. Not during that last fight. The first fight. The first both. The first fight, I was asleep. The second fight, not so much. I was looking straight at it. I'm just like, this, this was. This is exactly how it was during the movie. So, kind of as we you know, we wind our time down together. We're, we're about to hit that hour mark. And we, we, uh, we try to do an hour, a little bit of, over an hour for each episode. Um, I'm going to ask four questions and I want, and we're going to do like a speed round, right? Give me, your, give me, give me a quick answer. Um, oh God. Will show me something on the zoom call. I, I, I'll send it. Okay. So breaking news, maybe we can talk about this, but apparently the director of Morbius might have his hands on the Miles Morales movie if they do a live action one. <laughs> They're going to slaughter it. <laughs> no, if that happens, I, like, I'm like i done. I will never see another Spider-Man movie again, even if MCU is involved. That, they cannot do that. Uh, but, <laughs> uh, 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 but here's this. A girl, who, uh, who, before my friend Ryan got me, a girl that invited me, I, I don't think even she could have saved it for me. But oh my god, this movie! Sorry, guys. Keep let's just get our final thoughts in there. And yeah, we so so we're gonna do we're gonna do speed round. I'm gonna ask simple questions. Give me the first word or phrase that comes to your mind. Um, we're gonna have four questions. We'll go right around. We'll do a quick round table, rapid fire. Um, first question: Did you like the soundtrack or was it forgettable? For me, I felt like it was a Dark Knight ripoff. I looked at my wife and I was like, "Man, that's Hans Zimmer. That's the Dark Knight. He used that minor third." I was like, nah. like it was literally a, like a ripoff of the Dark Knight. Will? Yeah, I, I, I oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead, Bama. You, no, you're good. no yeah, I, Bama, I Bama just, I totally agree because I was thinking the same thing. I was like, man, this music sounds so familiar. And then I, I was watching some other things, uh, some other people talk about this film, and I was like, that does sound exactly like the the Nolan Batman films. And so yep. that that was just very disappointing that it was so familiar. And that they okay. couldn't just come up with something different. Okay, I'm glad somebody else thought that. Will soundtrack? Uh, I'll be honest with you. I this it, this it, it's like everything else. This thing's so uninspired. It doesn't surprise me they ripped off the Dark Knight score. I didn't even catch that. So uh, Jordan, you take it from there, fella. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I I'm gonna agree with you guys. I didn't like the the fact that it felt too familiar. There was one song, um, and I'm I'm blanking at the moment. Uh, it's like. Fleur, Fleur, uh, Fleur Elise, um, and it kind of had more of a like for Elise, yeah, for Elise, uh, yeah, for Elise. I enjoyed it, yeah, but it, but it was, it was done a little differently for promotion for this movie. I liked it, um, 
See, I clearly don't know my music, but I enjoyed it. I liked it. Um, next question. I'm going to make that my ringtone for Will. So every time he calls or texts me, it's Morbius. <laughs> the look he gave me. <laughs> next, this is going really well as far as rapid fire is concerned. Um, speed round. Uh, if you could make any changes to the film, what would have been? In my notes, I said not have Jared Leto be Morbius. Jordan, go. I want more Jared Leto was Morbius. <laughs> no, I I think that if you would have introduced Spider Man, even for a quick like change the villain, like don't don't make it Matt Smith as another vampire, or like had just a, a just a quick minute where he like fights Spider Man, knocks him out, and then runs. Like he's just like. I can't be I can't be here like I, and just like bolts like I'd have been totally okay with that. This is not a speed round. <laughs> it's speeder than usual. Speeder than usual. Okay, Will. Uh, for me, my any changes I would have made don't make it. <laughs> Bama. <laughs> uh, more Matt Smith. Uh, more Tyrese Gibson. Uh, forget that other detective guy. Uh, and no dark mirror uh, opponent. Uh, question three: How did you feel about the post-credit scenes with Michael Keaton, Jordan? Ugh, I'm not even going into that. Ugh. Well, uh, I kind of echo Jordan's sentiments on that. Uh, what, like, is this? Are we good? Are we sticking with the MCU or not? How did he get a suit? Did he befriend a new tanker? What? This is the one time you're going to use the language. What the actual happened there? <laughs> Bama. Yeah, no, no explanation for for these and. I, Maybe they can explain it in future films, but they they could have done so much better. And to to what Jordan was saying a little bit earlier about the multiverse of madness and like maybe how the multiverse, you know, like this being kind of like a kickoff to this is Morbius, this is who that is. Maybe that is how they tie that together. I don't know. Not that I'm for that or against it. Then maybe that's just how because obviously uh, Michael Keaton, you know, he's in the wrong universe. He woke up and. You know, he went to bed in one jail and woke up in another and they let him go. And he was exonerated, apparently. Um, but the trailer was a little bit deceiving, right? Yep. Because he was in the trailer and he, it seemed like he was talking to him beforehand. Like, well, there's seemed, a scene. There's definitely a scene. It's like, oh, hey, Doc. Uh, what's up, yeah. Doc? Yeah, yeah, So <laughs> Is he Bugs Bunny? <laughs> yeah. Well, Essentially. Bugs Bunny. Um, last question. If we're rating this film on a scale from 1 to 10, how would you rate it? One being the absolute worst piece of uh, dog feces under somebody's shoe and 10 being like somebody just gave you your firstborn child. What would that be? <laughs> <laughs> why, are the, why is that one for you this movie? That, I, I, I want it stated the fact that he used that as his, his grading scale. Uh, Micah, Micah forever will always ask that last question of how would you rate it? And, and uh, I, I want, I want, I want you to always give those kinds of responses. Like, hey, like really, really crappy, or like your child, firstborn, <laughs> that moment you become child. the father. Bama, uh, I'm gonna say five point five to six, and I'm I'm really not pushing hard on that six. Jordan, seven. I still stick with it. Seven will the more we've talked about it the more it makes me furious that it exists uh, 3.5 for will two 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 out of ten for matt smith and tyrese alone that is it 
He gave I, I have one no point. son. I have no son. <laughs> <laughs> but you have dog crap under your shoe? I uh, yeah. I, 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 I would I, rather I have dog crap. Like, oh, no, I woke up from that nap and I'm like, what the heck's this? <laughs> oh, I'm gonna call it Morbius. Exactly. I, I would probably my wife and I both said four five if we're being gen- generous. That's just kind of where we were. Oh my goodness. If it's on TV in a couple of years and I'm flipping through channels, I may watch it. I may not. But that's just kind of how I feel. I just thought it was boring. I thought it was uninspiring. I thought that it was slow. Um, but that's the great part about what we do, right? We get to talk about movies. We get to talk about shows. We get to talk about um, just how we feel about them, whether we love them, whether we hate them. So guys, thank you so much for uh, spending some time and talking about Morbius. And maybe next time it won't be such a... Um, knockout, knock, drag out fight. Drag out. <laughs> uh, I, I don't even think it was a fight. I think it just became belligerent, just like we, us talking over each other. This one got off the rails, guys. We'll, we'll actually stick to the as, questions. I don't yeah. think it was as bad as I thought it was going to be. But yeah. yeah, guys, thank you guys so much for um, just hanging out with me talk about Morbius. Uh, Jordan, you want to plug anything? Comic Book Club? Do you yeah. Wanna- so, you know, for all of our fans out there, we recently hit a thousand followers on our TikTok channel. We encourage you to be a part of that. We're actually going to start doing some live material there. We're actually even talking about uh, podcasting live through our TikTok channel. And that way everybody can kind of see us and what we're doing there. We also encourage you guys to check out our newest segment called the Comic Book Club. That is, again, through Podbean. It's $25 one-time fee. You don't have to pay every single time. It's not a monthly <sighs> subscription. You just pay one time and then you have unlimited access to what we are doing. And we're going to be pushing out some really fun content, some bloopers, um, some just special art and things like that. But we have a lot of fun. And so this is the group that, that really gets into it. And so, guys, thank you so much for being a part of this. And we will catch you guys next time on Nerd Talk. <laughs>